I always wanted to come up to the stage to this music. Who recognized it? Yes, what was it? Star Trek, of course. Star Trek, the next generation, to be precise. Uh, that was one of my favorite TV shows when I was a kid. I watched it uh, all the time when I wasn't watching MTV. Hi, Steve. Uh, and um, yeah, uh, one thing that really, really fascinated me about Star Trek was um, its uh, use of visionary technology. And uh, yeah, um, and the gadget that might have intrigued me the most um, was uh, the holodeck. Yeah, who remembers the holodeck? Lots of you. So the holodeck is a, is, it was a room on the Starship Enterprise where Star Trek personnel could go into and experience photorealistic virtual realities uh, where they could interact with their environment and, and, and yeah, digital virtual persons. And uh, yeah, this, this, uh, while this was a very interesting plot device, it also was um, introduced the concept of virtual reality to a mainstream audience and uh, it was a virtual reality that uh, you could physically interact with with your whole sensory apparatus and uh, this is a concept that I and others and Audi call uh, mixed reality. Yeah, so a virtual reality that blends into the real world and that you can interact with. And how uh, does this technology relate to other, other approaches in, in, in the context of virtual reality? Um, we had this classification in the talk before, so we go quickly through it. We have, of course, virtual reality, which is about shutting out reality, immersing yourself completely in a usually computer-generated environment. Applications uh, in this area are mainly in the entertainment sector, where I think of computer games or immersive movie experiences. Um, then we have augmented reality, which is about superimposing digital content on the real world. This is uh, the area where we discuss with our customers um, the most. So um, we see applications in the industrial or retail sectors and think of Pokemon Go, of course, the entertainment sector again. And um, when we get back to mixed reality solutions, we have solutions that let digital contact interact with the real world. Like in this example, this is a screenshot or uh, yeah, you cannot call it a screenshot, but it's, it, it's, a, it's a, an image that shows a person playing a version of Minecraft um, with the Microsoft HoloLens, which is uh, the first device that is available um, to uh, experience mixed reality um, applications. And the HoloLens is quite an impressive device of technology that combines a number of uh, in themselves innovative technologies to give you a really immersive experience. And uh, the foremost, um, it is able to project digital objects into your unobstructed field of view. You don't look through on a screen, you don't look through a camera, you look through the lens and the virtual objects just appear uh, in your, in your uh, line of view. And um, it also is able to understand your environment. It maps the room you're in, it maps um, objects that are in the room, and it can have the digital objects uh, interact with these other objects in reality. It also knows where you are in relation to the room and to the, all the other objects, and this makes this very convincing and immersive. It features a personal surround system, so if you have an object behind you, uh, and you turn around, you will see it. So it, this, this just adds to the, to the experience. And uh, also it has gesture, voice, and speech recognition. And 
one of the most important features of it is that it's a fully autonomous PC. So you don't need a gaming PC and connect these glasses to it. You carry it around with us, uh, with yourself. It's, um, it runs on battery power for two to three hours. So uh, yeah, quite a long time. And uh, in my opinion, the really, really best feature of it is um, yeah, the, the, the sense of wonder and the, the big fat smile you get on your face every time you order a beer with it. So, uh, so just a really good thing. And uh, to give you a brief glimpse on um, how this might feel, I brought my own, own personal Borg drone with me. Uh, uh, don't be afraid, he's disconnected from the collective. Uh, just come up. Uh, his name is second of five iOS developers, but you may call it Michael. Yeah, Michael has a video link he assimilated somewhere in the Delta Quadrant, so I have to set this up quickly. It enables you to see what he sees. So, now he's seeing me. So, come on stage, Michael, come on stage. Okay, show these nice people on how you use gestures to control the HoloLens, please. Okay, there's a bit of a lag in the video streaming. Yeah, so you're now seeing the main menu that you uh, pull up of a Bloom gesture. Now, please just select a, an application. Okay, now we have a now we have a window. Just place it somewhere on the wall, maybe. There's a bit of a lag, so so now it's placed on the wall. Just have a look at these nice people, please. <laughs> okay, now look back. Yeah, so the window is still there where you put it. Um, uh, the, the HoloLens knows every time where you are, and uh, while this seems very simple, this is actually quite hard to do and quite impressive. Uh, if you're an engineer, you would just go, wow. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So, Michael, please uh, 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 play something on the floor, please. Some, some kind of hologram, maybe. Okay. Thanks, yeah, this is a bit small. Could you pull it up a, plea a bit, please? Thank you, thank you. Okay, and now please just duck behind the table if that's possible. So what you are now seeing is uh, <laughs> that this, this object is uh, really blocking the line of sight to the virtual object. So the HoloLens knows that there is an object and it knows uh, how to hide it, which is uh, also very, very impressive and a round of applause would be... Uh, yeah, yeah. So, just... Kick it out. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. I will see you, see you later. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, so a very impressive device, and, um, but it has its limitations. As you've seen, some lag in the live streaming. Uh, 
uh, it has, uh, it, it's still, there's still work to do in recognizing the environment. And one of the most uh, yeah, obvious limitations is that it kind of alienates you when you talk to other people while wearing it. it more or less look like a bog drone. And it also has a very hefty price tag. Uh, I think the current price is around $3,000, so not the day-to-day -day consumer device. And the applications that we discuss with our customers are therefore in the B2B market. And one of the most common use cases that we discuss is um, uh, assisted construction and quality assurance, like in this example. Um, I will speed up. I, will speed up. I have a Borg drone, so... yeah. Um, um, like in this example where the NASA partnered with Microsoft uh, in the project Sidekick to enable astronauts on ISS uh, to assemble machinery with assistance from the ground and with uh, virtual assembly instructions. So this is HoloLens in space. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, when you think about 3D printing, um, when you have 3D printing, you don't need model builders anymore. Yeah, to, you can just print your, your prototypes, your product prototypes. When you have the HoloLens, you don't need 3D printing anymore. You can just work with the virtual model, let it interact with the environment. And uh, in this case, with the application called HoloStudio, you, you just can send it right to the 3D printer. So uh, this technology is disrupting disruptive technologies. Pretty impressive, in my opinion. And um, if you think into the future, if you think about what's next, um, if you combine this technology with other trends that we see, um, then uh, in my opinion, we will not have an integrated device uh, like the HoloLens in the future that we all wear, but we will have devices that are catered to the individual senses, like uh, hipster glasses like this for uh, the visuals, um, invisible wireless earbuds um, that do not make you look like a remote-controlled Apple drone uh, that, that, uh, that cater to your ears and give you sound. And we might even wear smart clothing that is able to simulate touch. And uh, our smartphones, in my opinion, they will become something like a personal digitalization hub, maybe, or some other buzzwordy thing that tie all these devices together and connect us to the world. And so in the future, um, there might be applications for people walking around with glasses where you have something very basic, like a yeah, personal navigation system that tells you where, yeah, where to go. Um, you uh, can have your digital interactions blend into the real world, in this case, where I sought for a shirt. Maybe uh, my, my, my HoloLens or whatever the device is called can blend it into my field of view. Um, of course, uh, the old minority report thing, you can have additional information from the social networks about people you meet in the street. And um, if you think it one step further, if you are convinced that the world is uh, full of uh, hidden fairies and elves and everything, you can have them, no problem. Uh, let's call these two Siri and Cortana, maybe. They can tell you where you can buy stuff and, and, and things like that. I had and to do it once again, Tobias. This I'm was finished. very impressive. You are finished. I'm finished. Yay, we made it on time. I'm finished. <laughs>